Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host, El Ray, discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hello, all of our faithful listeners. This is El Ray here to tell you about Music House. Music House is a store by musicians for musicians, focused on the day-to-day needs of beginners to professionals alike. Music House helps you bring the music home. Whether you need supplies for band class, strings or sticks for a gig, acoustic treatment for your home studio, or even recording specialties, we are stocked and experienced to help you find a solution. Music House is located in Northwest Corpus Christi off Highway 77 easy access to South Texas musicians. Follow us at Music House CC on your favorite social media platform or visit us at musichousecc.com for more info. And that's M-U-S-H-A-U-S. Hi, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, The Simpsons Guy, and I'm joined by El Ray. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. Thanksgiving. It's coming I'm, up. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. The weather's cooperating yes, now. Yes, yes it is. With the mood. Mm-hmm. And after it, we can start getting ready for Christmas. Yes. After that. Yes. We'll break, break out the tree and everything. Hey, December 1st, I'm all about Christmas. But yep. until then, I'm all about Thanksgiving. Yes. Turkey Day is rather special. Yes, Because we get to eat a lot of turkey all day and not feel guilty about stuffing my face. Yes. And watch football. Yes. Can't forget the football. Now, what... Are you more of a fan of the turkey, or are you more of a fan of the sides? I'm a fan of my turkey. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I smoke it. There you go. So good. So, you know, if I have to give anything up, I'm not giving up the turkey. Okay, fair enough. But... My wife does make a mean green bean casserole. Nice. Yes. I can imagine so. Yes. But yeah. So we're pumped for that. Hope you guys are too. <laughs> if not, I hope we're getting you in the mood. Yes. Yes. It's not Christmas yet, guys. Yeah. The Enjoy. turkey today wasn't too bad. It was, it was not. It was, it was pretty good. Yeah. It was good. It wasn't dry at all. Mm-hmm. Sides were good. Mm-hmm. Dessert was good. You know, I have to disagree. You know, the you didn't get the green beans and corn, I hope. I did. It was Those okay. Were, no salt, no butter. It was okay. I put salt on mine. I had a little packet there. Yeah, no. I had to season it myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Potatoes were good. Yes, the stuffing was stuffing good. Stuffing was pretty good, too. Yeah. Desserts. Yes, indeed. So, yes. We had a good day as far as uh, lunch. Yes, very good. Okay. And then we're ready for vacation. Yes. A whole week. Yes, it's going to be good. I am going to veg... Veg, veg. Yes, I, I agree. I'm going to go to maybe a concert or two, but I will mm. veg. <laughs> yep. All right, that's enough nonsense for yes, now. Yes, yes, let's get into it. Uh, we are going to be talking about the episode titled Rosebud, which is the fourth episode in season five, and it aired originally on October 21st of 93. And... There's no chalkboard gag again this week. Again, yeah. So that's two in a row, right? Two in a row, yes. But there is a couch gag. Yes, we uh, see the family run into the living room, but there is already a family, identical family, seated on the couch. And they just stare at each other, very confused. Yes. It's almost like that Spider-Man meme. Yes, where they're they're pointing at each other. Yep. Yeah. It's almost like that. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, So we're going to open up the show... At Stately Burns Manor, mm-hmm. uh, we start at the at the uh, gate. Mm-hmm. Says, "Keep out! Beware! Vicious dogs! Trespassers will be shot." Then at the very top, free kittens inquire within. Yeah. So it's sending mixed signals already. Yes. Then we pan in and we head up to the mansion itself, 
and we see the guards outside. Yes, very uh, Wizard of Oz-esque. Yes. And, of course, they're singing that Wizard of Oz chant, the oh we but they're saying, uh, all we own, we owe. <laughs> so... I guess not to get the copyright infringement or something. Yep, and they even had the uh, the costume and everything. Yes. So, pretty cool. Nice reference. Yep, yep. And we see Smithers stick his head out the window and shush him because Mr. Burns is asleep. Yes. And they continue their chant, but they're like, Oh, we yo, we yo, whoa. All right, so they tone it down. Uh-huh. And then we cut to uh, Mr. Burns, and he's in bed, and but he's moving around. He's, he's you know he's not sleeping well, yep. and he's thinking back to a winter in his childhood, right? And he remembers playing with a stuffed bear, and he's singing to himself, "I'm the happiest boy there is, aren't I, Bobo?" And he kisses the bear, and you know his parents are there watching him play, and they look rather happy and proud of him. Yes, they do. And then we see a limousine pull up, and you know the windows go down, and we see a shadowy figure inside the limo talk to the parents. And Mr. Burns' dad turns around and says, Happy? Come here, Happy. I, I would never have thought he would have been called Happy. Yes, and he looks back, and he says, Yes, Mumsy. <laughs> and so, then, we, yeah, we were talking about this. Uh-huh. Um, this is the only time that a child Mr. Burns will ever be called happy. Yes. We looked yes. into this. Uh-huh. And we were talking about this too, uh, the continuity error. Yes. Because Mr. Burns, in a later episode, I don't think he's already, has he done it already? What, talk about his... There's uh, a shock his, of curly strawberry. We've already seen that one, yeah. Have? Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's mentioned that he had a lot of of curly strawberry blonde hair Mm -hmm. but if you watch the episode his hair is straight and brown Mm -hmm. so it was where it was that episode where uh oh the coke oven the abandoned coke oven right yeah yeah and then but it was the one of um where homer gets the stuff for his head so you can grow hair again oh okay yes yes uh the minoxidil yeah yeah minoxidil okay (laughs) all right so anyway um, so Burns' dad says, Happy, would you like to continue living with your with us, your loving, natural parents? Or would you rather live with this twisted, loveless billionaire? And Happy, Mr. Burns, drops his bear, runs into the limousine, puts on some sunglasses and says, Let's roll. <laughs> and the limo peels out. And his dad sees the bear there on the ground. So he grabs it. And he chases after him and says, Wait, you forgot your bear, a symbol of your lost youth and innocence. He says, Oh, well, at least we still have your brother, George, your little brother, George. <laughs> and we see a kid, George Burns. Yes. Which look, it's odd seeing a kid look so old. Yes, uh-huh. with, a, with the glasses, and I think he's still got the cigar in his mouth already. Yep, uh-huh. He's going, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> oh, the sun shines bright. I'm like, what is it? Um, oh, the sun shines bright on my old Kentucky home. <laughs> so, oh, and, and his parents are just looking at him in disappointment. Yes. But of course he says, trust me, it'll be funny when I'm an old man. <laughs> so those of you that don't know, because uh, this guy's been gone for a while. Now. Yeah. But if they, uh, what was the last movie he was in? Oh, man, I don't know. Damn, man. I just remember. Oh, God, you devil? Yeah, the Oh, God movies. Uh-huh. So, Maybe, okay. So yeah, that so was we, back in the 80s, too. Oh, my God. So back in the day, there was this actor, George Burns, pretty big at the time yeah. for those movies. And uh, here's a reference to him. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't thought about that guy in a while. I know. But he was famous for being old. Yes, he was famous for being old. Mm-hmm. And so we cut back to the present, out of Burns' dream, and he's holding a uh, glass ball with a little house with a snowstorm in it, a, a snow globe. Uh-huh. Which is, this is a big reference. And he's saying, I want my teddy. And he drops the ball and it shatters, right? But the, you know, it says never break there. Yeah, it does. It does break, yep. And then Mr. Burns is just saying, Bobo, Mm -hmm. Bobo. And so we were saying that this is a reference to 
Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane, yes. Uh, he would, in which he cries out for Rosebud. Rosebud, mm. which is why the movie is, I mean the movie, the episode is called that. Yep. For those of you that don't know. Yep. And so Burns wakes up because Smithers walks in and he sees Smithers and he says, oh, it's you. The bedpan's under my pillow. And we were talking about how disgusting this is. Uh, why would you put a bedpan under your pillow and put your head down on the pillow? It's so gross. And, yeah, uh, not cool. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's an old man, but uh, That's couldn't they move his bed closer to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. I mean, he can have servants do that for him. Exactly. What the hell? Yeah. Oh, that's just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And uh, Smithers says, uh, who's Bobo, sir? And Mr. Burns says, Bobo? Oh, I meant uh, Lobo. Uh, Sheriff Lobo. They should have never canceled that show. <laughs> and uh, uh, Smithers doesn't quite buy it, but he says that they've begun preparations for his birthday celebration. Mm-hmm. And Burns complains that, oh, I'm not even going to get what I want. And uh, this is uh, one of the... Uh, this is the first of the running gags mm-hmm. in this uh, episode in which Smithers is crushing on Mr. Burns. Yes. Because Smithers says, I know I know what you mean, sir. We, yes. I never get what I want either, right? And he's imagining a naked Mr. Burns breaking out of a birthday cake, oh. singing, Happy Birthday, Mr. Smithers. Yes, very uh, Marilyn Monroe-like. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Smithers actually goes... <laughs> uh, like, oh my goodness yes um, kind of moans about it he's got a fetish for old men I guess yep really really old men really old men mm-hmm. which will come up <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we cut to the Simpsons house and Homer is calling out in his dream for Sheriff Lobo <laughs> uh-huh. like Lobo Lobo bring back Sheriff Lobo and so he wakes up and he screams. And Marge is like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and then Homer points at the calendar. And it's Mr. Burns' birthday today. And it is on September 15th. 15th, yes. Um, my which birthday is, is uh, suspiciously, suspiciously close to? September 16th, which, which is my birthday. <laughs> yes. That might explain why you have an affinity for Mr. Burns. Yes. Now, and we saw that we actually looked up the year... According to the uh, Simpsons mega fans out there, Mr. Uh-huh. Um, he's a day shy of a hundred years older than I am. He was born in 1886. Yes, not in 1986. 1986. So, whatever. That would make him 135 years old. Currently, he would be 135 years old. Damn, he's still around on the show. So <laughs> technically, he is 135 years old. So the old jokes are, they're still coming, mm-hmm. and so. Marge doesn't see what the big deal is about it being Mr. Burns' birthday, right? And uh, Homer tells her that Mr. Burns has a big birthday party and all the employees have to help out, and I always get some terrible job. And he has a flashback of him uh, holding on to the rope of a piñata. Yes. And uh, Burns is missing the piñata, but he's... Hitting Homer. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's blindfolded, swinging at it, and uh-huh. no. And so they go. They cut to the uh, Springfield power plant, and the boys are at work, and Homer is surrounded by people laughing at him. Yeah, it looks like he's kind of exercising because he's reaching back in his back, and un, you know he's. We see him twisting back and forth, but then we see the uh, the security camera. Yeah, the rear view. Uh huh. And uh, Homer is trying to. I guess he put on a shirt with the coat hanger still in it, so he can't get it out, and it's, it's scratching his, neck, his uh-huh. neck. And everybody's laughing. He says, it's not funny, and the one in my pants really hurts. And we see one stuck in his pants. Yes. Ugh. I mean, um, how? How? Yeah, how? I don't know. But Mr. Burns is watching this on his uh, security cameras, like right? he does. And he says, that man who's getting all those last smithers, who is he? Our second running gag of the episode. Uh, because he never remembers who Homer is. Yes. And of course, Spencer says, Homer Simpson, sir, one of the carbon blobs from seven, from Sector 7G. But I don't think... And Mr. Burns interrupts him. He says, I want this Simpson fellow to perform comedy at my party. I must harness his 
fractured take on modern life. Says, fine, sir, I'll get him started on some snappy Sinbad-esque material. I guess the glory days of Sinbad. Are long gone. Very long gone. Very I haven't heard anything from that guy in a while. Me either. Who knows? Well, I hope he uh, didn't uh, blow his money. No. Hope not. Yeah. So now we're at the kitchen table, and Homer is uh, writing some jokes that he thinks will play well at Mr. Burns' party. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marge asks, okay, what are you doing? He says, I'm writing a delicious send-up of Mr. Burns for his birthday party. Is poo-poo one word or two? <laughs> and Marge tells him, I don't think it's a good idea to humiliate your boss on his birthday. And Lisa says, actually, Mom, a tweaking of Mr. Burns' foibles, if done with the greatest of care could earn Dad a special place in the old man's heart. And then Homer jumps in and is like, well, I also do a delightful impression of him. And he laughs. He's like, I paint a frowny face on my butt and pull down my pants. <laughs> I fail to see how that's an impression. And the, and the whole time Bart's there staring at him in admiration. Like yep, Bart yep. is totally on board with this. And we can see Lisa slowly turning into Marge here. Because they show them both in the shot. And they both give the... At the same time. And Lisa starts making the same face and everything. So yep. here we go. And so how we cut to Homer practicing his speech in you know in a mirror. And he's got a golf club in his hand. Yeah. A reference to Bob oh, Hope. There you are, that's right. Bob Hope. Bob Hope. Yeah. Right. That's right, the golf club. Yeah. That's true. Come on, I thought you were a golfer here. Yeah, I am a golfer, but I totally forgot about that. Oh my god. <laughs> Slipped my mind. So Homer's in front of the mirror is like, now I'm not saying Mr. Burns is incontinent. <laughs> and Bart, incontinent, too rich. <laughs> and then Lisa's like, does either of you know what incontinent means? <laughs> and Homer says, Lisa, don't spoil our fun. <laughs> oh my god. Apparently he doesn't know I what it is. Not, right? But he's, he's why would you make a joke about something you don't know what the hell you're talking about? Because it's Homer. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. So Marge tells everyone, all right, come on everybody, it's time to go. And Homer tells her, okay, stupid. Like, <laughs> what the hell, right? Around, Marge, yeah. is like, Marge is like, Homer, you got to stop insulting people. Every, especially your boss. And this is one of my favorite lines of the episode. <laughs> and Homer says, Marge, the comedy rose is an American tradition. It's what gives us the freedom to criticize our social betters. <laughs> Man. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I like roast, but I don't like him. Because they are funny, but I feel bad for the person getting roasted. Yeah, but you're right. I, I understand what you mean, but I do like to watch them. It's like schad- schadenfreude, right? You're taking pleasure in somebody else's misery. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Yeah, but you go into it expecting it. To, yeah, that's you know true. I mean? That's true. Yeah. Which is why I don't watch a lot of them. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. And so Homer uh, further exercises this tradition. Because we cut to outside and uh, Flanders is up clipping his hedges. Uh-huh. And then Homer says, hey, Flanders, you smell like manure. Says, uh-oh, better cancel that dinner party tonight. Thanks for the nose news, neighbor. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. I mean, I want to like Ned. Ned's really cool, do. but he's not cool at the same time. It seems like, you know, his basement is pretty damn cool. Yes. I'd like to have something like that. Yep. Pool table, beer tap. I'm working on that, by the way. I did send you that yes, little project did. that I yes, have. Yes, did. Uh, but he's got to be s- such he's a lame square. Oh, my God. Uh, he sucks the life out of things. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. And so we cut to where the party's at. And the uh, guests are filing in. Right. And we see the uh, uh, some illustrious guests arriving. Yes. We see... Uh, Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. We see Richard Nixon yep. with presents in their hands. Yep. And then we see George Bush, George H.W. Bush. Uh-huh. And the guard pulls him aside. He says, hey, no one-termers. And he tosses him out. <laughs> and then Carter's like, you too, huh? Hey, I know a good yogurt place. And Bush says, get away from me, loser. <laughs> uh, uh. Now... Jimmy Carter had the last laugh in this because Jimmy Carter's still alive. Yes. He's the only one in that... In that whole scene. That whole scene that's still alive. And 
We were talking about this also. <laughs> I hadn't realized this until you brought it up. We're going to go there? But it is a very good point. Yeah, we're going to go there. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, up until now, I think it's been, we can universally agree that Carter was the worst president ever. Mm-hmm. Up until now. <laughs> up so until now. At least he got to live long enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he might turn it around in the next two years. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I hope he does. But up until now, yeah, no, he's he's got a, a, the advantage on Carter. <laughs> but hey, like I said, I don't want my country to go down the tubes, right? Yeah. But hope, hopefully he turns it around. It's but not, It's not over to the fat lady sings. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's not looking good. <laughs> not looking good at all. The trailer, I don't know. Yeah. Trailer for this movie <laughs> didn't look great. No, it did not. <laughs> and it's just getting worse. And so we cut back into the party, and it's starting. And Smithers, we hear him over the PA system say, "I'm gonna, we're gonna start with Montgomery Burns, a life, and it's gonna be a slides." Yeah, and we can hear like some people just kind of like doing yeah. that in the background. And we see these images of Mr. Burns flash up on the screen, and the first one is him as a little boy. And then it's, um, I forget what else he's doing, but the pictures start to get ridiculous. Yes. There's one of him in the, oh my goodness, the Simpsons guy is just, oh, hates this part. <laughs> um, it's Mr. Burns doing the Marilyn Monroe pose in the dress over the vent. Oh, it's so gross. His skinny little old chicken legs. Oh. And then uh, they get to the point where they just start putting his head pasted on uh, famous photos like Muhammad Ali yeah Muhammad Ali uh, knocking out Sonny Liston yep that didn't look fake at all a white head on a black body yeah (laughs) so yeah um, pretty lame slideshow yes and then uh, it ends with Bobo the bear Bobo the bear and we can hear him go Bobo and then this is when Smithers comes up to introduce the next act and he says, here are several fine young men who I'm sure are going to go far. Ladies and gentlemen, the Ramones. I love this part. And then Burns says, ah, these minstrels will soothe my jangled nerves. And then we hear Joey Ramone come up and say, I'd just like to say, this gig sucks. <laughs> right? And the uh-huh. bass player says, hey, up your Springfield. And of course, we, then we hear the famous Joey Ramone, one, two, three, four. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, Birdsy! Happy birthday to you! <laughs> and then we hear, Go to hell, you old bastard, from the stage, and the curtain falls. Ah, oh, I love the Ramones. Yeah, and it says, Hey, I think they liked us. Yep. And then Burns is in shock. Uh-huh. And he says, Have the Rolling Stones killed... And Smith's like, sir, those aren't... Do as I say! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Rolling Stones are going to pay the price for the Ramones. Yep. So then we cut to Mr. Burns opening his presents. And he's got stacks of money and all kinds of things. And he's not impressed. No. He's like, this stinks. He says, what does he call him? Piffle? Yep. And then he gets to Marge's gift. Yes. And he pulls out a dust buster. Mm -hmm. And he goes, eh! And he tosses it aside. So good. And we see the look on Marge's face. Yep. Pure disappointment. And it's like, just so bad. Uh-huh. And so he looks like a spoiled child. He's acting like one. And Smithers comes in and says, Sir, I've arranged for the people of Australia to join hands tonight and spell out your name with candles. There's a satellite hookup on that monitor if you just turn your head slightly. It says, Bah! No time! Next! <laughs> By the way, is that a, a reference to Hands Across America? Maybe, right? That's the only thing I can think of. Unless they actually spelled out a name in somewhere in Australia, but I no. think it has to be Hands Across America. Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Who knows? And so we cut back to uh, the stage, and we hear an announcement. <laughs> we hear, I have some sad news to report. A small puppy, not unlike Lassie, was just run over in the parking lot. And everybody in the audience is like, oh my god! And now it's time for the comedy stylings of Homer Simpson. And Homer being oh, tone deaf right. as he usually is. Yeah. Marches up on stage and there's complete silence in the audience. Yes. 
and he grabs the microphone. He's like, are you ready to laugh? And the people, there's a man in the crowd saying, the poor dog. I said, are you ready to laugh? The woman jumps in and says, quiet, you awful man. And then he's like, you know, Mr. Burns is so cheap. And Burns is there and says, what? And he goes, oh, I mean, you know, Mr. Burns is so old. How dare you? And he's like, ooh, tough crowd. Oh, my goodness. Did, uh, yeah. You, you would have figured, uh, you, I would understand this if Marge hadn't warned him against this. Yeah. Even Lisa was telling him it was a bad idea. Yeah. And he's still surprised. I mean, when Bart's the one encouraging you, he probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. That should be the dead giveaway. You're, yeah. You're doing something wrong. And so Homer is just grasping for straws at this point. And yep. He decides it's time to do the big joke. And he says, tells the audience, I am going to do a cheeky impression of Mr. Burns. And so what does he do? He drops his pants, has a face on his butt, and he starts shaking it. And he says, what? I'm Mr. Burns. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. blah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's so bad. Why he th- would think this is funny, I don't know. Yeah, so Burns tells Smithers to, you know, destroy him. <laughs> and they bring out the, the riot squad. Yes, the party's over, he says. And a whole riot squad starts beating the guests. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like running for cover, uh, and of course it's complete chaos while they're getting beat down with all these billy, billy clubs and stuff. Oh my goodness! And so we cut back to the Simpson house, and Homer's got a big old lump on his head, and he's just thinking to himself, "Oh, where did I lose him? I'll never wiggle my bare butt in public again." And Lisa's like, "I'd like to believe that this time." I really would. <laughs> I wonder how many times she's been embarrassed by oh, Homer's ass. My goodness. And so Marge says, Bart, go down to the store and buy some ice for your for your father's crack skull. And Bart, which he's really proud of his dad, mm-hmm. he says, Yes, um, eagerly. So then Bart says, Dad, I know you're discouraged, but please don't deny the world of your fat can. And Homer says, Don't worry, boy. He'll be ready for your Aunt Selma's birthday. And Lisa's like, I knew it! <laughs> By the way, shouldn't be Aunt Patty and Selma's birthday. They are twins. That's true. Yes. That's very true. I yes. didn't think about that at all. Missed that one. Mm-hmm. Good catch. <laughs> all right. And so we cut back now to the Burns Manor. Mm-hmm. And Smithers is trying to console him. Because Burns is upset. He's like, look at all the wonderful things you have, sir. King Arthur's Excalibur. The only existing nude photo of Mark Twain. Uh. And that rare first draft of the Constitution with the word suckers in it. (laughs) Do you think suckers was a slang thing back then? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. They were so prim and proper, they probably had something innocuous for them. Mm -hmm. Burns is unimpressed. And Smithers realizes that Burns just wants his bear Bobo back. He says, is it Bobo? Burns calls him a liar. Yes. He says, I'm going to thrash you within within an inch of your life. But of course you can't do it. And he's trying to hit him and it's just not doing anything. Mm -hmm. And he just confesses. Oh God, how I want my bear. But he's gone. Gone forever. I'd give anything to know what happened to him. And this is when we get a little flashback Mm -hmm. of the history of what happened to Bobo after Burns, Happy, after Happy, just leaves him there on the snow. Yep. And so he's covered in snow, and then the snow melts away, and then it's carried into a river, right? And then it's 1927, Mm -hmm. given to Lindy, which, if you don't know, is Charles Lindbergh, Mm -hmm. the legend. On his flight, and his what was the plane name of the plane? The Spirit of Saint Louis. Saint Louis. Yes, and then uh, somehow it ended up with Hitler. I guess he left it there in Paris, and when Hitler took Paris, yes, he got it. Uh-huh. Yeah, 
and we see Bobo in the bunker for Hitler's last days of the in, war. In Berlin. Yep. And then somehow Bobo uh, just ends up in ice. In the Arctic? Yes, in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. And um, he gets dug out of the ice and he gets packed in a bag full of ice cubes. Yeah, there was an expedition of people just digging up ice and bagging it. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you're a kid, this is how you think, this is where you think to get ice. Yeah, but no. Yeah, there, <laughs> there are easier ways to get ice than sending people to the Arctic. But then this all makes sense because we cut to the quickie mart and the same guys that are out there digging for that ice, they bring the bags to Apu. And they go, you've got to start selling these for more than a dollar a bag. We lost four men on the expedition. Yes, and Apu doesn't look happy. He says, well, if you can think of a better way to get ice, I'll li- I'm all ears. I'm listening. And the guy says, oh, we can't. He's got a point. Yeah, so they go back. So apparently that's how the Quickie Mart gets its ice. Mm-hmm. All the, the way from... All the way from the Arctic. By the way, I bet that ice would be amazing. Probably. I mean, assuming there are no penguins around. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I bet it would be amazing. I bet it would be pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. You can only imagine. Yeah. And so Bart shows up to the store and he bags a buy of, a, buys a bag of ice mm-hmm. from Apu. And he says, whoa, there's a head in the bag. And Apu's like, oh, that means it's chock full of heady goodness. <laughs> Bart puts it on the counter and then he realizes... Oh, it's a teddy bear. He takes it home. Yeah. And he realizes it's a teddy bear. And he's like, it's probably diseased or something. And then he turns around and he goes, here you go, Maggie. And he throws it out. <laughs> and Maggie just grabs it and he, she starts to cuddle with the bear. And this is when we pan down and it says 100% cotton. Mm-hmm. But they keep panning down. And we see another little label there that says Bobo one. Bobo, yes. So this is indeed the Bobo. You, you couldn't tell because this Bobo has been beat to hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so it's yeah, Bart apart. was half a, a good brother right there. Yeah. <laughs> Just gave him a diseased bear. Here you go, Maggie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Love it. And so we cut back to Mr. Burns, and he's sad. He's thinking about his bear. And apparently Smithers has a uh, plan to cheer him up. Uh, by the way, I, uh, I'm picturing Smithers as a furry now because yes, of yes, he is. So Smithers pops up and he's wearing a bear suit, and he's like, "Here's something that should cheer you up, sir. It's me, sir, Bobo. Hug me, squeeze me, tug at my fur." And he's <laughs> sitting on Burns's lap. Yes. At this point, and Burns says, "Enough." Stop this grotesque charade. Now find my teddy. Pushes him off his lap. Yes. And he says, oh, and leave the costume. (laughs) So apparently Burns is one too then. Yes. Uh, Something I don't want to even think about. Oh my goodness. Yes. And so we come back to Homer watching TV. And Kent Brockman is doing a a story about the bear. Yeah. He says, the Burns bear, perhaps the most valuable whittle bear in the world, could be anywhere. It could be in your house. You could be looking at it right now. And while this is happening, what's happening? Maggie is in front of the TV waving the bear around. Yeah, Kent's like, it could be right in front of your face as I'm saying this, waggling back and forth, perhaps being held up by a loved one. And Homer just finally has another says, Maggie, I'm trying to watch TV. Put that moldy old bear down. And then he stops and he says, moldy? Old? I gotta get something to eat. Uh, oh, my goodness. I don't know about you, but if I see something moldy and old, that's going to take my appetite yeah, I away. I'm not doing that. I don't know how it makes Homer so hungry. But then again, he's a human garbage disposal. And uh, that's true. And we were talking about this also. There's a part there where they show a newspaper headline of Mr. Burns' birthday. Oh, yes. And uh, <laughs> it's it says, uh, it's something about his birthday is the headline. And then he says he, uh, what is it, like he gives... He gives thanks to his longevity. To Satan. Yes. And we see a picture of Mr. Burns, like, shaking hands with Satan. Yes. <laughs> My goodness. Hey, at least he's honest about his where he's, about his longevity. That's true. He made a deal with the devil. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And so now we're back at Burns. Burns Manor. Man, Burns Manor, exactly. And we see Professor Frank. Yes, we do. 
and he's invented this big old robot teddy bear. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's not your original bear, of course, but it is programmed to be just as cuddly. And he presses a button, and <laughs> we see the metal claws pop out of the bear's hands. Paws, I'm sorry. If it's supposed to be cuddly, yeah. why would you even give it claws? I, I have no idea. Oh, my goodness. Those things look razor sharp, yeah, too. Yeah, it looked very scary. Uh -huh. And Frank is freaking out. He's like, uh, he's trying to press the button. He's like, do a little dance. But the bear is not listening at all. Yeah, so he grabs Mr. Burns, and Smithers tries to save him. And he runs up. To it, he's like, I got it, and he smashes a chair over it. Nothing happens, of course. Uh -uh. Frank tries to shut down the bear, shut it off completely, but then we hear the bear, no, bear want to live. And it drops Burns, and it crashes through Burns' wall, and it keeps running. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> would this be one of his worst inventions? That's one. It's got to be up there. Yeah. But he's got a lot of bad ones. Yes, he does. But he's got some pretty cool ones, too. Yes, you got to give it to Frank. Every now yeah. and then, he, he's got... He's got a gem now and then. Yeah, yeah. And so we come back to the Simpsons' house, and Maggie is, of course, with the bear, and she puts it behind a fish tank, right? And so you can see it through the fish tank. Right? Uh-huh. And uh, Homer is on his way downstairs, and he trips on Bart's skateboard, and... It goes down the stairs. Face first every time. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, when he lands, he gets a glimpse at the fish tank, and you can see the bear in the back. And he goes, how long have we had these fish? Which is an honest call-out, because that fish tank has never been it's there It's never before. been there at all, yes. No. I don't think we've ever seen that fish tank. Nope. But then he notices the bear, and he's, <gasps> Burns is bear! He finally figures it out. Uh -huh. And then Lisa goes, Bobo, because he saw the tag. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's Mr. Burns' bear, all right. And Homer's like, well, Burns isn't getting this back cheap. I can tell you that. He's going to have to give me my own recording studio. And then we cut to Homer's little dream sequence. And he's in his studio recording. And he's singing, two all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. <laughs> By the way, kids, you're not going to get this reference at all. Yes, if you're, yeah. Of a certain age, yeah. younger, you're not going to get this one. I mean, maybe, maybe. If, you, maybe if you're watching uh, YouTube and one of the old commercials comes on, but I haven't seen one of these commercials in a while. Yes. Yeah, so that, of course, it was the Big Mac song. Yes. They used to just sing about the ingredients. Two all-beef patties, a special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, on a sesame seed bun. Mm-hmm. And this took us on the Wayback Machine. Oh, man. Because we started thinking about Ronald McDonald and his old gang. Yes. So we had Grimace and the Hamburglar and... Uh, Birdie. Birdie. And the... the what is the Big Mac? The uh, Officer Big Mac? Officer 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 Mac. Uh -huh. uh, Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese. Yeah. The Fry uh, Kids. Yes. Uh, the Ronald, of course. Uh, yeah, there's there's a few more. Yeah, there's but a few more. Nuggets. Yeah. yeah. Mac tonight. Mac tonight. That was a good one. Yes. I need to bring that one back. Yeah, they do. That'd be cool. Yes. So I yeah, agree. this the, we went on a big time way back machine with that. Yes. If you guys don't know what the hell we're talking about, mm -hmm. go on YouTube, look up the old commercials. Yes, the old McDonald's. Commercials. Yes. And you will see what we're talking about. <laughs> In all its glory. Yep. <laughs> And so we cut back to uh, reality, which Homer is still drooling, by the way. Yeah, by the way, which one, is, which one was your favorite character? <sighs> I always thought the Hamburglar was pretty cool. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That was, that was my dude. <laughs> That's cool. I was like so angry because he never got the Hamburglar. I know, the poor guy. I felt yeah. bad for him. Yes, I did. <laughs> and what do you used to say all the time? Robble, robble? Robble, robble. Robble, robble. Oh, my goodness. And Lisa says, thinks... That they just need to give the bear back. You know, be it's the right thing to do. It, she wants to be a good Samaritan. And of course, Homer and Bart just bust out laughing about it, right? Yep. And then Marge's like, mm -hmm. I'll throw the eye back on. And Bart, this is also one of my favorite lines, is like, no, let's send Burns the eye in the mail. 
He'll pay more if he thinks the bear's in danger. <laughs> and Homer's like, yes, we'll send him the eye. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. But so Marge good. isn't having it. She says, I'm sure he'll offer a fair reward, and then we'll make him double it. And everybody just looks at her like, what? And then Marge's like, well, why can't I be the greedy one once in a while? Exactly. <laughs> good for Marge. Right? Yeah. She's got to let out her inner demons out I, every now and then. I am totally team Marge on this one. Mm-hmm. She's usually such a square. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so Homer eventually goes with Lisa's idea. So he goes to Mr. Burns and Mr. Burns is in his study. And he shows him the bear. And Burns is like, Bobo, my beautiful Bobo, I promise I'll never leave you behind again. And then he turns around to Homer's like, ahem. Yeah, uh, Homer tells him, <clears throat> yeah, Homer does that to uh-huh. him. And then Burns continues. He's like, ah, yes. Uh, naturally, I can't pay you much of a reward because I'm strapped for cash. <laughs> and as he says this, the ceiling above his head caves in and he's showered with gold and diamonds and then he tells Homer, as you can see, the old place is falling apart. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. And Burns like, I'm sure we can come to an understanding. And so Homer says, yes, sir. And he's thinking in his head. He says, reject the first offer. Reject the first offer. And Burns like, may I offer you a drink? And Homer says, sorry, Burns. No deal. And he takes the bear. <laughs> Good for Homer. He actually listened to himself on this. Yeah, thing. but uh, he thought that was the offer. Yeah, One but drink. still. Yeah. <laughs> he followed his own instructions for once. Yes, exactly. It worked out. <laughs> and so Homer takes the bear on his way out. And uh, Burns is, you know, he's upset. But mm-hmm. he thinks it won't take long for him to crack. So we get back to the Simpsons house. And Homer is on the couch with the family. And he says, Burns is right. Because he starts to crack. Literally, you hear a, a yeah. sn- like a snap sound. And so he runs and he grabs the phone and he says, I gotta go Burns. I gotta go Burns. Maybe I can still get that drink. <laughs> oh, he's so desperate for a drink. I know. Doesn't man. he have some duff in his fridge? I'm all sure the time? he does, yes. And so Bart hangs up the phone for him and he says, No, you can't do that. Homer, you're gonna jack up the reward. And, and Homer kind of stops and he says, All right, all right, all right, all right. And then he runs back at the phone. And the whole family... Tackles him. Yes, Marge grabs him. Bart gets on him. Lisa gets one of his arms. Yeah. Maggie tries, I think, also. Yeah. Um, They're all on Homer trying to get him away from the phone. Yes, and they and it works just long enough because we hear a knock at the door. And it's Burns. Yes, it is. And Homer, right after all that, just says in full confidence, I knew you'd come crawling back. <laughs> and Burns like, how much do you want? Homer tells him, a million dollars and three Hawaiian islands. Good ones, not the leper one. I'm guessing he was talking about Malachi. I guess so. And then Burns goes, done! And that's it. So, he gives him the bear, and Homer is happy. He says, woohoo, I'm rich! Rich, I tells you! And Yeah, and so then... Homer, he tries to grab the bear. And But Maggie is not letting go. And Homer goes, bad baby, bad Maggie, because she won't give him the pair. She holds on pretty good. Yeah. But he finally gets it from her, and as um, he takes it away from her, Maggie starts to cry. And Homer stops. Right, And then Burns says, give me the bear. The bear! The bear! Right, Smithers uh-huh. jumps in. Maggie, she, Homer still turns and looks at Maggie, and she's looking so dejected. Yes. And Homer can't take it anymore. He says, the deal's off, Mr. Burns. The bear stays here. Mm-hmm. Mr. Burns is not happy. He tells Homer he's made a mistake. And Smithers actually just kind of growls on the way out, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and Homer's like, ah, big deal. Who needs his money? We're getting by okay. And as he says that, a car comes crashing through the front window. And it, of course, is Grandpa Simpson. And he says, son, you got to help me. I hit three people on the way over here and I don't have insurance. So how's by you? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, damn. 
I, I, I can understand why they put him in a home now. Oh my goodness, Grandpa Simpson. But why give him access to a car? Yep. That's what I don't understand. So, we cut back to Burns <laughs> and Smithers, and they've decided they just need to take the bear. So it's in the dead of night, and they're dressed all in black, ninja style. Yes. And they're at the Smithers, um, Smithers Flanders household, right? On the roof, uh-huh. and Smithers shoots an arrow over to the Simpsons' roof with a wire attached. I guess they're going to zip line. Yes, and it's a good shot. Even Burns is excited. He's like, excellent shot, Smithers. I'll be seeing my Bobo in no time. And as he says this... Ned Flanders pops his head out of the roof and he says, Howdy, gents. What can I diddly do for you? <laughs> and Burns turns around. He has a can of spray and just sprays him. And Smithers colla- I mean, Smithers. Flanders collapses into his attic. And we just hear him go, thud. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so Burns says, Remember, Smithers, in and out in 18 seconds. So Smithers pulls out a hook and puts it on the, on the pulleys, you know, to get to the Simpsons roof. He uh, grabs. He grabs on to the hook. Uh, burns. Follows him. Right. Climbs on Smithers' back. Isn't no, no, no. He has his own. He has his own, right? Yeah. And they both try to go down to the Simpsons' roof, but what happens? They get stuck halfway between. Yes. They cannot move, Mm-mm. and they're too high up to let go. Yes. So, some time goes by, and the fire department has to re- rescue them. And we cut to uh, Mr. Burns and Smithers. Wrapped in a blanket. Wrapped in a blanket with the fireman. And Mar just being nice. says, more cocoa, Mr. Burns. And Mr. Burns thinks about it. He's like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't look too happy about it, but he can't stay. He can't refuse the cocoa. So apparently. By the way, cocoa weather is almost here. Yes. Well, it's actually getting there right now. But I wouldn't call it cocoa weather. I would call it champurrado weather. Ooh, okay, fair enough. Or even abuelita weather. Ooh, yes, yes. It's always abuelita. Abuelita weather. weather. Yes. Those of you that know, no. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, you better ask somebody. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so apparently, uh, Burns and Smithers did not learn their lesson because the next night they try to get into the Simpsons. Well, they get in, but they have suction cups and they yeah. are on the ceiling. Yep. They're on the ceiling. They're about to uh, go further into the Simpsons' house when Homer decides to get up for a midnight snack. Yes, and goes to the kitchen. Yep. He opens up the fridge. or He turns on the lights. He walks over to the fridge. And this is my favorite line of the show. Right? He's in his undies. He's got a wife beater on, right? So he opens up the fridge like, Mmm, 64 slices of American cheese. And he grabs the entire stack. And I'll have to give him credit for this. Because it's not quite easy to peel them off sometimes. Yeah. I, I don't like those. I, I like going down to the deli and getting the, exactly. the, the, That's the how sliced. Do. Yes. But, you know, in a pinch, if you're going on a picnic, you might have to buy the ones that are individually wrapped. Yeah. And it's such a pain in the ass. It is, man. But still good. Yeah. Still good. But Homer, like an expert... Doesn't struggle at all. He's like, 64, he eats a slice. 63, he eats a slice. And then we see the sunrise. And he's at two. And he eats it real slow. One. He is done. And as he's done, Marge walks into the kitchen. And she's like, have you been all night? Have you been up all night eating cheese? And Homer very slurs says, I think I'm blind. <laughs> now, while all this is happening, Burns and Smithers are still stuck on the ceiling with their suction cups. But it's been a while, so they finally give out. And they fall to the floor. Right in front of them. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is like the third fall in this episode. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And Burns just says... Good day to you. And they take off. <laughs> yeah, they dust themselves off and walk out real yeah. dignified. Now, I have to uh, say I agree with Homer on this one. That is one of my... Guilty pleasures? Go-to midnight snacks. If I'm getting up in the middle of the night to get a snack, if there's cheese... It's, it's going I'm down. Eating, I'm eating some cheese. Yeah. 
my wife bought these not 64 slices no, but, no, no. you know my wife bought these uh you know the cheese sticks oh the string cheese the, yeah it was the, i don't know say it's string cheese but maybe it is i don't know what the hell you would call it mm-hmm. i just but it's got like little slices of jalapeno in there oh nice yes yeah, so good yep so if there's cheese in the fridge i'm getting one when i get to the fridge and one on the way back to bed yep. so i take two <laughs> hey so homer's right uh-huh. team homer but uh, i one up you i think because i just take it with me to bed and i eat it while i'm in bed oh my goodness <laughs> well i think you got me beat on that one yeah and so we cut back to uh but Homer at work mm-hmm. right the next day and a random guy we've never seen this guy before nope he says excuse me we wanted to see the geek who valued the happiness of his children more than money and then Homer's like right here and his friend says "Oh, you said his head was the size of a baseball <laughs> and then Homer's like oh my life can't get any worse and just as he says that we hear Smithers on the intercom says Homer Simpson report for much worse duty to which Homer says <laughs> and so Homer's much worse duty is him holding on to a, a grist handle, which it's like a big wheel that you push around. Imagine Conan. Yes, Conan. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so he's pushing it around the track, making something spin while he's being whipped. whipped. Yes, by a guy in the executioner's costume. Uh-huh. Right. And. Uh, He's whipping him, he's whipping him, and Homer asks the man, he's like, hey, can I whip you after lunch? And he's like, no. <laughs> Keeps going. But he's not grinding anything. No. We uh, then travel up the the whole machinery, the, yeah. and then we get to the, uh, I guess, the cafeteria yes. of the Springfield Nuclear Power Plant. Yes, and we have a rotating display case with uh, like pies and uh-huh. cakes in it. And we see uh, Lenny... Says, I wonder what makes it turn. And then Carl's like, who cares? And they just keep going. Oh, my goodness. So apparently that's Homer's much worse duty. Yes. Very, Yeah, fair. It was. Mm-hmm. And so when Homer gets home, he tries to finally convince Maggie to give up the bear. He's like, Maggie, I know you like the bear, but wouldn't you just be just as happy playing with this box? <laughs> and then he puts this little box. It's just a little cardboard box. And he puts it in his head, and he starts to sing. And, you know, Maggie says he... Apparently, Maggie thinks it's fun because she starts to reach for the box. Yes. And as soon as she does that, Homer says, No, you know, this is my box. My box. <laughs> and he runs away with it into a corner, and he hides his head in it. And he's, like, giggling like a little school... Yeah. Like a little schoolgirl. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Marge uh, comes in and he says, mm, I think we need a new hair dryer. And Homer's feeling bad. He says, Marge, you must hate me for not taking Mr. Burns' money. To which Marge says, I don't hate you. I'm proud of you. You came through for your daughter when she needed you the most. And so he says, oh, thanks, Marge. But it'll take a lot more than that to comfort this tortured soul. And as he does that, he reaches for the box and puts this on his head. And he goes, boxy. And Marge was tired of this. He goes, give me that. And she tears it (laughs) off his head. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Homer. <laughs> and so we cut to Homer watching TV with Maggie. Mm-hmm. And they're watching uh, Barney, the dinosaur on TV, saying, and Two plus two is four. Two plus two is four. And Homer's like, hee, hee, hee. I can see why this is so popular. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, we were talking about this. Uh, I had to watch uh, Barney. And Yo Gabba Gabba with my kids. Ugh. Honestly, I think uh, Yo Gabba Gabba was the worst. I can imagine that it was. Were they yeah. trying to encourage these kids to do some recreational substances uh, or something? It seems like it, right? Yeah. And so, <laughs> then we see Mr. Burns in place of Barney on the screen. And he's telling Homer to give him back the bear. Mm-hmm. And Homer screams and he changes the channel. And... He's watching the Soul Mass Transit System. Mm-hmm. Not Soul Train. Nope. That would infringe some copyrights. But then Byrne shows up again asking for the bear. And Homer changes the channel again. And who do we got? The the Bumblebee Man. Yes. Aye, aye, aye. Yep. But he's pushed out of the way 
by Mr. Burns, and Mr. Burns is winded at this point. Yeah, because he's uh, apparently traveling through every studio in that television complex, and there were what, like eighty-four channels? Yeah, something like oh, seventy-eight. Channels, seventy-eight channels. And uh, how's he? How does he know which one Homer's turning to? I don't know, man. He's quite gifted at that, right? Mm-hmm. So. Burns says, says, as you can see, Simpson, I've taken over all 78 channels, and you won't see any of your favorite shows again until you give in. And then we cut to Otto. Ooh, that bites. And Patty says, holy crap. They can't live without MacGyver. I know. And he says, what do you say? And he says, what's that you say? You can live without television so long as you have beer. And Homer's like, that's right. Wrong. All beer trucks heading towards Springfield have been diverted. This town will be as dry as a bone. And if the rest of your beer-swilling tube jockeys out there have a problem with this, talk to Homer Simpson. And immediately after that, the doorbell rings. And Homer goes and he answers the doorbell. And he's greeted by Barney. Yes, and Barney's holding a gun and says, Homer! Give him what he wants. And he says, go away. And he just slams the door in his face. And then we hear the gun go off. Yep. And, and then we hear the police sirens. Yep. Barney is headed to the slammer. Yes, he is. And then we cut the next day to the school. And Bart is in between the bullies. Nelson, Dolphin, Jimbo, and Kearney. Mm-hmm. Right in the middle. He's surrounded. And Nelson tells him, my old man can't get a beer because his old man... Won't give a beard to another old man. Let's get him. <laughs> <coughs> They're about to. <coughs> but Jimbo says, wait, why are we getting him? And as that happens, we cut to Martin, who's on the playground. He says, look, gentlemen, the first snapdragon of the season. And at this point, Mar- Mar- uh, Nelson says, never mind. Let's just get him. Yes, exactly. Um <laughs> Martin did that to himself, man. Yeah, what? The, I, I don't see in any situation where it would be a good thing for a little boy just to say that out loud. <laughs> it's okay to think it, but to say it out loud. I don't know, man. In front of the bullies. In front of the bullies. That's the, the bullies. thing. You gotta yeah. know your audience, man. Yeah. Equestral. So we cut back and uh, we cut scenes. Apparently, Mr. Burns has taken over every channel because now we're watching a sitcom of Mr. Burns. And we see him come through a door and he says, Smithers, I'm home! And we hear the fake laughter. Ah. Uh And Smithers goes, what, already? Ah. And he says, yes! And the laughing continues. How is that that funny? Yeah, Mm. and Lisa comments on this. She says, is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? And then Homer goes, eh, it's about the same. Uh oh, look out, Smithers! And we hear some breaking glass, and Homer just giggles to himself and says, I love this show. Oh my goodness. Uh, so, while this is happening, there is a angry crowd of Springfield citizens forming outside of Homer's house. Yes. And um, <laughs> Homer thinks they've come to apologize, right? But no, Moe's outside. Riling up the crowd, say, come on, let's go in there and get the bear. And the crowd cheers, and everyone storms into the house. Yep. And Mo just grabs, walks up to grab the bear mm-hmm. from Maggie, right? And they pass it back out over the crowd. And everybody's cheering. And as they're walking out, Mo turns around, and she see, he sees Maggie's sad little face. And we can see the little tears forming in her eyes. Yes. Her lips are quivering. And Mo stops in his tracks. Mm-hmm. He says, ah, oh, geez, will you look at that? What have we become? Right? Ja- Jasper says that. Uh-huh. You know, Jasper's there. Yeah, and Dr. Hibbert says, we've given the word mob bad name. <laughs> That's a good line. Uh-huh. So the bear gets passed back to Maggie. And Mo says, well, what should we do now? And this is when Principal Skinner, who was also part of the the angry mob, says they should go sing at the hospital. And they all start singing, Cause we got high hopes. 
So they're a good mob now. Yes, a very good. Good mob. name, good name, mob. Not a bad name. <laughs> no. And so the doorbell rings again, and it is Mr. Burns, and he tells Homer, "Look what you've reduced me to." And he points his finger, snaps it. Mm-hmm. And, and we see Smithers come in, and he gets down on his knees. Please, please. <laughs> oh my goodness! Here's Smithers is doing uh, Burns groveling for him. Yes. And Homer t- tries to explain that it's not his bear to give. It belongs to Maggie. It's hers. Mm-hmm. So Burns decides to go outside and negotiate with Maggie. Yes. Goes to, out to her sandbox. Mm-hmm. And he tries to, uh, you know, start conversation. He touches the sand and says, So, uh, good sand today? <laughs> and uh, Maggie's like uh, looking at him. She takes out her pacifier and she offers it to Mr. Burns. Yes, and so he grabs it and he goes, well, I uh, don't usually, but uh, oh, why not? And he puts it in his mouth. And as soon as he puts it in his mouth, we see a flash and a photographer. Mm -hmm. And what does he say? Damn paparazzo! Yep. (laughs) And then Burns like, well, Maggie, I've given this a lot of thought. I'm sure we can come to some sort of some sort of an agreement, and she then he starts to try to steal the bear away. <laughs> Just tries to pull it off her, but he can't do it. He's too weak. Yeah. Then he says, "What?" He's uh, beaten by an infant. What could be more humiliating? And this is when the uh, paparazzo comes out again. He's like, "What a scoop!" Yeah. He takes another pick. Oh my goodness. Burns is at his lowest right yes, here. Yes, he says. He, he says, "Okay, Maggie, you win, but I want you to do something for me." Hang on to that bear. Don't make the same mistake I made. And he walks away. Sadly. Yes, very sadly. But then uh, as he's walking, he hears a a certain suck-suck sound. Yeah, the pacifier. Uh So he turns around, and Maggie is offering him the bear. Yes. And he says, for me? Bobo? And he grabs it. He says, Smithers, I'm so happy. Something amazing has happened. I'm actually happy. Take a note. From now on, I'm only going to be good and kind to everyone. And then Smithers is like, I'm sorry, sir. I don't have a pencil. So where says, eh, don't worry. I'm sure I'll remember it. And of course he didn't. Because we know this is not going to happen. No. And while this is happening, the the rest of the Simpsons clan is watching this unfold. Mm-hmm. And Homer says, well, we didn't get any money, but Mr. Burns got what he wanted. Marge, I'm confused. Is this a happy ending or a sad ending? And Marge's like, it's an ending. <laughs> Marge is Yeah. And so we cut to the Burns matter and Smithers is tucking in Mr. Burns at home. And he's like, oh, Bobo, reunited at last. But I can't help but wonder what the future holds for you. And he drifts off to sleep. And, and so we fast forward. Yes. It's now 1 million AD. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, Looks like it's gone back in time. We've gone full circle at this point. Yeah, because there's a bunch of uh, human slaves being led around by apes. Apes. Yes. Being whipped. It's like Planet of the Apes. Uh-huh. Yeah. But all of the human slaves are like Homer. Yep. And so every time they get whipped, you just hear dog. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we see Bobo uh-huh. right in this wasteland. And then we see Mr. Burns, only it's not normal Mr. Burns. It is the floating head of Mr. Burns on a robot body. Yep. Of course, this is going to be, I guess, the genesis of... Yeah, Futurama. Futurama, Yeah, Yeah, which show I love, show Mm -hmm. we love. Yep. And the floating heads. The floating heads, Bender. Yep. The robot body. Yeah. It was very similar to Bender, but without the the clamps. Yeah. Because this one had like what uh, whips, yeah, metal whips, wispy, uh-huh. yeah. So we uh, we cut to this, and he picks him up again as a robot. He says, "Bobo, I know I say this every century, but I'll never leave you behind again." And he starts to run away with the bear, mm-hmm. and then we hear Smithers. Yes, he says, "Wait for me, sir." Woof, and we see. Smithers' floating head on a dog robot body. Yes. It was a lap dog. Yeah. Which is what Smithers is. Perfect. Mr. Burns' lap dog. Yeah. And 
we end the show this way. I got to say that this show was really well written. Yeah. There's some good writing. Yes. Supervising producer credit, Conan O'Brien. Oh, he did a good job. Yes, on he this. did. Yes, he did. I mean, wow. So many gags. It's a good one, man. Yeah. It really is. I have that 64 slices of American cheese, I'll still use that line. When I'm grilling burgers outside, mm, 64 <laughs> slices of American <laughs> cheese. Nice. I love it, man. And, you know, the Ramones are in it. Mm-hmm. You know, what What more can you ask for? We did, I did forget to mention, we did forget to talk about this. No Millhouse. No. Yes. But well, he was on the milk carton. Yes, when they were looking for Bobo. Yes. And Smithers puts the stickers over every one of them. Oh, that yes. was so good. Yes. So apparently Milhouse is missing at missing, this time. Yes. No one cares. No one cares. He's <laughs> Poor Milhouse. That, he wasn't being Thrill House. He was being Milhouse. Yeah. I forgot about this. Yes. That's true. That was the special little touch in there. It's like, where's... Oh, there's Milhouse. He's, yeah. he's gone. He's missing. So funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Just so many good things in here. The presidents. Yep. Especially now. That joke has aged well in Surprising. Carter's favor. Surprisingly <laughs> so. Surprisingly so. Martin. Oh, my goodness. Martin, oh, Martin asked for it. I'm not going to feel sorry for Martin. Martin being such a square. Yeah. So, on a scale of one to five, dope nuts, what would you give us? Man. You know, man, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. Okay, I, I have to admit this is going to be a, a personal bias rating. Mm-hmm. It's, I, honestly, it's a, it's a four and a half for me, but... Given that the Ramones are in it, I I personally have to make it a five-donut five episode because the Ramones are in it. So, uh-huh. you know, the honestly, the, the rest of the episode could have stunk and it still would have been a five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big uh, punk rock fan over here. And I agreed with your first ratings. I would give this a 4.5 dope nut rating. But that's that's what I would Well, give. I'll make a disclaimer. My unbiased rating is four and a half. Okay. <laughs> But your purely biased opinion is yes. five. Okay. Yes, with an asterisk. Yes. <laughs> um, so, is there anything else you'd like to uh, share before we sign out? No, uh, just to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You don't hear for us, from us before then, which I don't think so. Nope. Nope. But, um, yes, everybody have fun, relax, spend time with your family. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you all wait in line together, I guess that's one thing. But don't neglect your family to go wait in line for shopping deals. Yeah, guys. Uh, Some things are way more important. Life is short, guys. Yes, life is short. Life is short. That TV will be around. Yeah. That TV will be around, guys. Yeah, exactly. And it'll be outdated in a few years anyway. Yeah, you'll be wishing you bought something else. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, everybody be safe and, you know, have fun and relax. Yes. Enjoy your break. Hopefully you don't have any homework to work on over the Christmas break. And until next time, au revoir, suckers.